What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, you guys, joining us on Overshare today is someone that I am such a huge fangirl for, and I'm so glad to call her a friend IRL. It is Katie Morton. Um, but the topic for this episode is breaking up with friends. I had this conversation with someone the other day, actually, that I didn't know that people like had these like very elaborate, like an intense friend breakups. I've had like not a very long friendship that ended like that. That's the only one I've ever said, like, don't call me anymore. Um, Ooh, snap. What they do. Sassy. What is up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Overshare. I'm Jocelyn. Lil, how are you? Hi, I'm okay. You know. That good, huh? Just <laughs> an- another day. What, what day is it? I don't. I think it's. I think it's March or twenty twenty two. I mean, know. I have no idea what month it is. I. The <laughs> only reason I know what day it is is because we are filming this podcast because we film on Thursdays. Otherwise, my weeks are, it all blends together. No idea. Um, it feels like the right time to just freaking jump into this show. Yeah. So over it. What she said. So, well, what are you over this week? Anything new to speak of? <laughs> well, um, I I never, I feel like I always do think of things ahead of time and then I forget. And then I just like find myself looking around my office. Like, I don't know what pissed me off. Um, am I over? You go first. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. You know, same thing. I always like go back and forth for the segment between like, should I it's share really something? on our game today. Should I know? I'm like, should I share something that I'm like genuinely over? Like something. <laughs> How like, real should I get here? Yeah. Or should I share something silly? Like women's undergarments, which actually I am over. And I will tell you right now, I have on no underwear at the moment. I do have on pants. I'm feeling like a very little moment. Cause yes, like, why? Same. Who cares? Really? Um, but as far as what I'm over, I'm just going to be honest and let you guys know, I'm not, I'm not a snobby person. I don't spend a lot of money on like most things at all. Just juices. Just juices. But one thing in adulthood, uh, especially since I've lived alone and now being married is that I, I was going to say, is this a new development? No, no. But like in my last apartment where I lived by myself for the first time without a roommate and then moving here. And then obviously Chris lives here. I've always hired a housekeeper. 
you and I have the same housekeeper. Shout mm-hmm. out to her. Uh, but I haven't had her come since COVID started. Yeah. And I, I know this is like a very snobby thing to say, but I am tired of cleaning my own house. Okay. It is like one thing that I will give up food. I will give up coffee. I will give up fancy things so that I can pay for a housekeeper. Cause I do not like cleaning my own toilet and I now have to clean it. And I, I'm tired of it. Tired of it. I will piggyback on that and say that I am also super over cleaning, specifically what I did today, which is why my back is kind of sore, vacuuming. Oh, girl, you got to get a robot vacuum. I really do because I don't know when my dog started shedding as much as a gold retriever. Literally, it's I'm exaggerating. It's really not that bad, but I think it's just that I go that long without cleaning that it all accumulates. But... I won't even see it. I think it's because like the color of my floor and the the black, it just kind of blends in. I was like bending down to get something the other day. And I was like, oh, wow. There was just like a layer of hair just on the floor. I was like, wow, maybe you should um, get your shit together. And uh, I cleaned this morning. Um, so I wow. feel a little better now, actually. Impressive. Well, 10 out of 10, I highly recommend. But now recommend, my back is sore, so I am also very over it. I highly recommend it for me. the robot vacuum, especially for people with pets. The person who initially recommended it to me does have a dog. And she says every day when she leaves, she has programmed it to start cleaning her house just to pick up dog hair. And, you know, I, I, have know, say- I feel like he wouldn't like it. But I feel like it could be his new best friend. Don't you I- think so? It would either be like funny or it would just get annoying because he would bark be like the entire barking time. at it. Yeah. But that is the danger of putting in floors that mask everything because I'm always like, oh, my house is clean. And then I put that freaking Swiffer on my floor and then I'm like, I'm disgusting. So, well, what I really, when I noticed it the most is in my bathroom, I would like, you, I would like drop a towel on the ground and pick it up and then I'd be like using it to dry my face. And there's just, dog hair ever like I literally I'm like why are there black hairs everywhere I go and then I'm like oh because it was on the towel that was on the floor because there's hair everywhere and then it's it's just so hard to clean and it's just he's a mammal you know Lil you're a mammal he's a mammal I need to brush him more I also haven't gotten him groomed in a long time there's a lot of things I need to do there is a lot that we all need to do which is over adulting which is why I'm excited about our guest today because I feel like she is someone who's really got it together. You know what I mean? She's a real adult. (laughs) Let's talk to Katie. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You guys, joining us on Overshare today is someone that I am such a huge fangirl for, and I'm so glad to call her a friend IRL. It is Katie Morton. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Of course. So for those of you guys who are living under a rock and are not familiar with Katie, it's just like, I mean, you have a bigger resume than most people I know in general, but definitely (laughs) most people on YouTube. So you're a YouTuber, an author, you have, I didn't even know you had two podcasts. You have two podcasts. Yes, that's new this year. I think my husband and I launched in like December. That's a lot of talking. It is a lot of talking. So you have to like zone out for the rest of the day when you're done. (laughs) Yeah, I just watch reruns of Law & Order SVU or The Office. Uh, Depends on my feeling, you know. (laughs) And not only that, you have like a real job and a real career, which I cannot say I have. He was like, that's the shocking part, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So first things first, I haven't talked to you for a while. How, like, how are you? What's going on? And I haven't talked to you ever. Nice to meet you. Yes, nice (laughs) to meet you. Um, I'm doing okay. I mean, I think if anybody says they're doing well, they're lying because it's like, this is crazy times um i feel like our world's on fire or something um literally so, yeah right and, and so it's literally, been yeah. i don't know like, os- i'm sure everybody does this, but i kind of like oscillate between i'm like oh i'm okay like i'm doing things i'm fine and then like impending doom i'm sad i don't really know why or i feel anxious out of nowhere like my heart just starts racing and i'm trying to sleep and i'm like awesome love when this happens um so yeah it's definitely been kind of all over the place but i feel very fortunate because my husband and i are healthy we're fine. Uh, luckily, knock on wood, no one that we are that close to has been horribly affected by COVID. Like we had a few friends get sick and they're still dealing with it, but they're they're okay, you know? Um, yeah, we were able to still work, which is wonderful. And yeah, I feel really fortunate that we're okay, but we're also trying to get, figure out how to get out of LA because it's just not working for me anymore. <laughs> totally. Cause I mean, I noticed that you, did you go to Palm Springs recently? Mm-hmm. How amazing was it to be outside? Oh my <laughs> God. I, I told Sean, my husband, I was like, I will pay any amount to just have outdoor space. Like, can I get in a pool? Can I like not be in my thousand square foot apartment? That'd <laughs> well, that's be awesome. what I would do for a yard. Like just, right? that you could just like go and it's not just like, Oh, a community pool or something. But yeah, it's like, or like, like patio. your own private area that you can go and just relax. Exactly. Yeah. It's like those people, I'm sure, that have like outdoor space aren't having as hard of a time. But it's like, where oh, no. am I supposed to go? It's you crazy. Know? And I was even just thinking Back to right sleep. now. I was, so we have a lot of mutual friends, but you and I had never met. And I met you last year, about a year ago, when we used to go to events. I know. Remember those? Remember when we used to go to things? <laughs> I can't lie. I'm not super upset the events aren't happening anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, now me I don't either. have to pretend like I wanted to go. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to, like, try to find a way to get out of it. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> totally. But but that one was actually really, like, cool. I, I was excited because I got to meet you. And there was a lot of fun people there. 
But my main memory of this event was the magician. Do you recall oh, the magician? My God. And that lemon? What? And then we okay. figured out how Back he did up, what, what he was did. the event? <laughs> the magician? Was, the lemon? It was, it was for a lotion company. Yeah, it was like help. Hello Body, is that right? Yes, that's right. I like yes. their I like their products actually. Yeah. And they that sounds great. fun. They threw a really great dinner party. It was very intimate and small. And at the end with of the dinner, with lemons and magicians. At the end of the dinner, and honestly, Katie, like I feel like you and me were like the two most sober people there. Actually. Oh, one hundred percent. Half of them were like Europeans, like staying in the hotel across the way, so they were just like partying. I'm like, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> So I, I love you all. And I did. Thanks for the Uber. But I'm, you know, also it's Tuesday. <laughs> so we were like the most stone cold sober people there. And they hired a magician to come in towards the end of the dinner to do some, you know, trickery for us. It was very fun, except he did this magic trick where he like found a $20 bill inside of a lemon or something. And yeah, he like bit know, into it. Right. Yes. I had somebody bite and into then, it and it was in there. We were like, what? See, how how do you guys feel about magic? Well, that's the thing. As soon as the magician left the room, he didn't realize he left his magic with a bunch of drunk people. Oh. And people started tearing open the lemon and figured out his trick. <gasps> and I felt so bad. <laughs> I know he was very disappointed. You know, no, it's a pretty shitty magician. If you ask me, how are you going to leave your trick behind? <laughs> Right, you can't let your secrets be exposed. Isn't that like a gen- uh, like against the magician's code? I would assume so. It, yeah, and it was just it was a lot. And then we were like, oh, I see how it worked. And then he was bummed out. And then they wanted to All go on to it. Bummed out too. Yeah, everybody else bummed out. And then they wanted to go on to a bar. And Jocelyn and I are like, catch you later. It was so nice meeting you. I gotta go um, because I have to work tomorrow. But it was it was really fun. Highlight mm-hmm. was definitely meeting you. We did some like craft projects. I think we like decorated some canvas sacks. Or oh something yeah, our like tote that. bags. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are in 2020, where things <laughs> have changed so drastically. But I'm glad to hear like you're doing okay, and you launched another podcast. So like, tell people about the second podcast because I love the name. First of all, so the opinions that don't matter. <laughs> yes. So uh, a lot of, for those of you who don't know, like I'm a licensed therapist. So most of what I do is mental health related. And I have a podcast called Ask Katie Anything, where I answer everyone's mental health questions. However, my husband, who has helped me create the channel from the beginning, he was in film production like back in the day. Um, and so he's the reason that I put things on YouTube to begin with. And he's never been on camera. And I was like, we should do a podcast together, you know, like it'd be funny. You're, you're hilarious. This would be ridiculous. Also, it'll be like outlet for me where I don't have to like use my therapist brain. I can be like real me, like regular person me. Um, and so it's called opinions that don't matter. And we honestly just like shoot the shit, talk shit, talk about comment, like what's happening in life, in the news, how ridiculous thing people are, how cool things there are that are happening, exciting things, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and tons of office jokes because we're huge fans of the office. And yeah, and we have like certain segments like what grinds my gears, like what's <gasps> pissing us off that week. That's <laughs> we one of say my that favorite all the time. Phrases. That's one of my favorite phrases. It's like something an 85 year old would say, but I think it needs to make a comeback. It really does. So yeah. So we always talk about like what grinds our gears that week. And um, <laughs> we take questions from our audience about ridiculous things. You know, like if you could be an animal, what kind of animal would you be? Mm. Um, stuff like that. It's it's really fun. Honestly, it goes by really quick and I don't have to, I don't have to have any answers. Yeah, my opinion that, doesn't matter. 
Dude, that's gotta be a lot of pressure. No, I mean, because I guess people don't ask me for my opinion very frequently now that I think about it. But even so, if I give them my opinion, it's not like there's a, you know, a level of expertise attached to it. You, know? you don't feel like you have any like responsibility for the opinion to be accurate. Exactly. Yeah. And that's nice. I, I like having that like not having any pressure sometimes. <laughs> well, that's, I always say like in terms of, I mean, people always talk about on the darker side about like cops that um, you can't have a bad day when you're a cop because then bad things are going to happen, obviously. So I always say with YouTubers, like if I had a really bad day at work, the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm like not going to make a video or the video is not going to be good. Do you feel like an insane pressure that you just have to be on? And like, what if you give someone advice that isn't exactly what they should have heard or like? Yeah, I, it's like it's more pressure to to be on. It's not about giving bad advice because like being a therapist, I don't tell people like what to do. I give like general ideas of things that I think could be way like it could have come from this. Consider mm -hmm. that. Be curious, you know, and then giving some like general ideas of ways for them to discover what's best for them. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much prescriptive, but I think it's just the the ability for my brain to like factor in things and come up with some kind of uh, root of the issue or examples of ways to find that is sometimes really exhausting. That's I taking on a bunch of other people's issues and then having to like navigate through like a history of issues to then figure out what's going on. I can't even you would be exhausted at the end of the day, I'd imagine. It is exhausting, especially like when I do um like live streams, like long, oh, longer yeah. live streams or something like that. Like I definitely zone out after like I let my brain go, you know, and if my husband's like, what do you want to eat for dinner? I'm like, make a decision. I, <laughs> yes. I don't have any decisions. Cannot compute. No. Well, I have to say, I only have listened to one episode of your new podcast because I didn't know it existed until yesterday. And your husband is a little star. So you need to just, <laughs> you need to bank in on that. Okay. Cash in on that. He, you should momager him straight to the top. <laughs> That's the plan. That's what she did to me. <laughs> That's what I did to Lily. And look where we are now. We're business partners. It's crazy. Yay. Oh, man. Well, no pressure on this show because this is literally the least serious show you've probably ever been on. Um, I always tell people, I'm like, you know those like deep shows where people like dive deep into a topic and it's very like serious. I'm like, that's not what we're trying to do. We're the opposite of that. This is <laughs> like, just... there are no rules. Whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the topic for this episode is breaking up with friends. So each of us are just going to kind of share a story or like whatever you want to share. And I can go first. Um, I'm bad at confrontation. Okay. Like real bad. <laughs> Yes. I'm I'm happy to say that um I think I've gotten better at it as I've gotten older because I just I don't care as much give anymore. less bucks yeah and uh, so I'm 38 and I feel like just even in the last like two to three years I've just hit a new level of no ups like I really mm -hmm. just don't and I don't mean that in a mean and sensitive way I just I'm not as uncomfortable telling people how I actually feel but <laughs> when I was growing up LOL to the next level. Um, and one friendship breakup comes to my mind specifically, but I feel that for me, most of the breakups I've gone through with friends, they probably don't know happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just kind of like faded away. Yeah. I had this conversation with someone the other day, actually, that I didn't know that people like had these like very elaborate, like 
an intense friend breakups where it's like sending a novel back and forth and then all of a sudden it's like, and now it's done. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't do oh, that either. No, what? Like mm -hmm. I have friends that I just kind of like fell out of touch with, but I can't think of one person that I'm like, we had a time that they was like, we are not friends after this point. Oh, really? You've never had that. I I've definitely so. had that. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever too. had like a, a blowout fight that caused the end of the friendship. Like friendships always just ended because it was like it, it, times we change, grew apart. Change, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think that's honestly probably like more. That's healthy. better. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it makes me think of like unless they're like, did I that I just like wasn't aware? I'm the person that wasn't aware. <laughs> no, so maybe you're I, better uh, at picking friends. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I exactly. suck at it. I'm not sure. I would be curious on your opinion on this too, Katie, but like, especially as I've gotten older and like, I really value friendships. Like to me, like Lily's like basically a part of my family at this point, literally. Um, and I feel like not that, you know, every friendship is perfect. Everybody goes through things, but for me, friendships, I feel like are really meant to like enrich your life and like bring joy in and like, just make your life better. So when I've had friendships that I feel like are starting to take a little bit of a toxic turn and not in a way where someone's going through something hard. That's like totally different. I just have to kind of like slowly start inching away from mm -hmm. the situation. I think right? of the, I the Simpsons meme when he just backs into the bush. <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, that's Lily's dog. That's yeah. I was like, wait, is that a, at first I was like animal person, cat. <laughs> you look so scared right now for anyone who's watching the YouTube video. Just pause, go back and look at Katie's face. She was like, yeah, I'm like, what is that? Because it looked like a window. Like it's, there's, there's like a little ledge, so he sits and looks out the window. I oh, usually have the blinds open, but it was too bright. Yeah, so. backlit makes oh. sense. It's all coming together now. Well, <laughs> so I could give you guys my friendship breakup. Yeah, please um, share. So I was a senior in high school, and my parents, as a graduation gift, had uh, bought me and well, not me and my friends, but had um, been so kind as to bought me a senior trip. I want to go to Mexico. They were like, LOL, you're 18. We're not paying for you to go to Mexico. We know what happens there. So they let me go to Hawaii with some of my friends. And wow. Like, That's really expensive too. My parents aren't that nice. Yeah, I was geez. actually Yeah, I wouldn't shocked. be allowed to go alone. And Never. I was very, very off-brand for my parents. Um, but they did it. And I was actually shocked. And so we went through some like senior trip planning company too. But there were only, I think, five of us. And it was like my, some like of my student city. Yes. Like something like that. Yeah. And it was, you know, just a small group of us. And it was like some of my closest friends from high school. And um, I'll never forget. I was sharing a room with this girl. And um, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I, I was good friends with her. Or so I thought. And I woke up in the middle of the night and heard her talking shit about all of us on the phone in the bed next to me to her boyfriend. She's like, I don't even want to be here with these people. I'm so sick of them. I'm going to like tell them that something came up and I have to go home. Okay. And so I heard all of this. Bitch, you're like, in Hawaii. I was going to say, I'm with you. Trip. <laughs> I know. That's what I thought too. I was like, this is like the trip of a lifetime. I've never been more excited to do anything in my life. Sure enough, the next day she's like, something came up with my family. I have to leave immediately. She ducks out on our senior trip. Did, so did you like keep this to yourself? You hadn't told anyone? Well, because I'm also a person, and you know this about me too, Lil. Like, I don't really talk shit about people. I really don't. I don't like gossiping, but like sometimes facts are facts. 
Yeah, that would be like something I'm immediately like. (sighs) Yeah, so so everyone was super, super confused. And I was like, do I tell everybody that she was like also talking shit about us on the phone and that she lied to us? I don't know. So I can't remember when I ended up sharing with just one other person who is still a friend of mine to this day. Um, But this girl and I were going to go to the same college. And I was like, I can't be friends with her at college. Like, Mm -mm. I got to start fresh. I got to start new. And so in my mind, the friendship breakup started at that moment. And I just slowly but sure. And I realized also I had been the person to like initiate the friendship do the organizing, do the inviting. I realized in hindsight, like all the toxic things in the friendship, obviously she didn't want to be friends with me anyways. And I just slowly but surely took every opportunity to just take a hard pass on the friendship. (laughs) And I think probably like nine months later or a year later, I think she was kind of like, oh, I haven't hung out with these people for a while. Like that's how long it took for her to realize And by then it was actually great timing because we were in college. We had all like started new things. It was a great time. I would say for young people listening to this, who are looking for an opportunity to reinvent themselves in regards to friendships and who you want to be and the goals you have. When you start college, when you graduate from college at the start of a new year of school, whatever, great opportunity to start fresh. Yep. So like for me and that person, it was like a very slow uh, breakaway. But then afterwards, my dad was like, I never liked her. Claudia Don't you hate that when people tell <laughs> you the truth comes out? I'm, I'm like, like, tell me. I mean, I don't know if you could hear it though. It's like if someone tells you don't like your boyfriend yes, and you're exactly. still in love with them or something. And you're like, you just don't know them. And we've all done that. Like I've been the one to tell someone like, I think he's cheating on you or something's not right. And then you lose that friend for a while until they find out that they're actually a dickwad yes. and then they come back. But like, yeah. And the thing that worked out well for me was that, especially at this time, she never asked, like, why don't we hang out anymore? Why are blah, blah, blah. Like, it just, it was really great timing because I could just, like, obviously have the the concept of, like, oh, well, I'm, you know, my new friend's in the dorms or whatever sort of a situation. Um, but now looking back, well, I'm not confrontational to this day. I probably never would have been, like, because I know people who have told people point blank our lines or our lives and um, the way we treat people are not in alignment anymore. I straight up just don't want to be your friend. I don't know if I can do that. That's what I recently have found out is like a very common thing apparently for people. And I'm like, someone like, I can't imagine just flat out telling someone like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Sorry. Peace. Like, that does not, that can, that I can't even fathom it. I also though, like if I have an issue with someone, I'll literally like stay home and be like throwing up anxiety for days before <laughs> I can even talk to them. So that's how I am with confrontation. But I just genuinely didn't know. I can't imagine having something happen either that they were such a bad person that I really misjudged it from the beginning and got close enough with them that I had to back away like that. Or that they did something so dramatic that you needed to cut it off. Yeah, I don't know if I mean, I've had I've had like not a very long friendship that ended like that. That's the only one I've ever said, like, don't call me anymore. Um, Snap. What did they do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this person like I didn't I didn't know them very well. They were like a, a friend of Sean's friend and they moved to L.A. And like we started like, you know, communicating, being friends. And then I don't know, maybe it was like three weeks into this new friendship. This person went like, 
told, yeah, like she couldn't even hide her crazy for very long at all because we were out at like an event on a weeknight again, when we could go to events and weeknights and it was like, (laughs) exactly to going off on a Tuesday. And then at like 10 o'clock at night, I was like, Hey, because this is time I still worked at this hospital. So I did get up at like seven, be to work at eight. Like I was like, I got to go. And I I was her ride. And so she was like talking to this dude and she's like, I don't want to leave yet. And I was like, well, I don't feel comfortable leaving you with him unless you're okay. Like, what do you want me to do? You know? And she like lost her mind. She was like, I'm a 36 year old woman. And if I want to do what I want to do. And I was like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But this train is leaving. And then she ended up going with me and shouting at me the whole ride home. Oh, no, no, no. And when See, I dropped I, I can't her, even imagine that happening. Like, what I mean, did people, you do? I dropped her off and I said, forget you know me, forget my number, and don't ever call me again. Oh, and I just drove yes. away. But did you just like take it the whole way there? Yeah. And I mean, because she was just being stupid. And I was like, in my head, you know, when you've already reached your limit, I was just like, she's in my car. I have to get her. I'm not going to leave her somewhere. Like I'm just going to take her home. And, and also I never have to see her again. And then she tried to text me later, like just blocks of text. Boom. And I never even read them. I just deleted it. I was like, I don't even want to know what kind of fucking nonsense you're trying to tell me. I'm just going to delete this. Um, and then I blocked her on everything. And then I was just done. Wow. You know I've also never blocked anyone ever. What? Oh, I, I like didn't oh. know that that was even a thing until like a couple years ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh that would have come in handy. Lily, you've had things so easy or something. I know. Man. I'm like, someone needs to come. <laughs> like, I hope it never Keep me entertained during quarantine. Come fuck up my life. <laughs> <laughs> it is 2020. Nobody knows what's going to happen. So be careful Nothing's what you wish this. for. But here's the fascinating thing about like, situations like that is like you've known this person for three weeks right and you're just like starting a friendship they're already revealing like flying that freak flag real high real quick real fast and uh, showing that they're very okay with confrontation with people that they don't even know which i'm not okay with it i'm like on jocelyn's side where i'm like i don't really like that so immediately i'm like this relationship isn't going to work because if you talk to me this way and think we're going to make amends you're wrong like especially if it's happening after only three weeks like what's gonna happen after a year and all i said is i I have to go it's time to go (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine like like blowing up at someone for that is your right like if i I don't think i've ever been in an event also that someone was like hey it's time to go that i wasn't like yes it is let's leave right well let me find my purse or my jacket you know like let's get out of here i the thought that someone would be like "Mm, no i know like how dare you (laughs) (laughs) and also and i don't know if you, you guys are like this too but even like my parents didn't really yell at me growing up at all. Actually, never. They're not yellers. Yeah. I mean, they would give me the whole like, I'm disappointed in you. Oh, that was worse. Yes, silent. Yep. So, so much worse. So mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in like an environment with a lot of yelling. So as an adult and a young adult, the moment someone yelled at me, the moment I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to be involved in this. I don't want to be here. I actually don't even like it when people are like kind of mean. Like I've had a few friends, whatever, if you want to call them that people I know who Mm -hmm. have just been kind of mean. And I'm like, that's, I'm like, nope, nope. Don't want to be friends with you. I'm out. I'm just like, I, I can't, I can't handle it. I don't know if there's science behind that, but I'm just like, Gotta go. It's like a flee. Like I have to flee if someone yells at me. That I well, just can't even fathom 
someone yell like I don't uh, yeah do people yell at you a lot like have you been yelled like if you had I think the only people that I've had like a screaming match with ever is I'm like maybe like my sister. Just, 100% that was gonna be it I was trying to think like maybe something when I was drunk or something but I don't even think then literally only my sister and that could happen like within five minutes of FaceTiming because we just really push each other's buttons. But I know I know like bad imagine boyfriends. that's no. <laughs> that would Not- require more boyfriends. Um, <laughs> but I just like the thought of just like screaming at someone is such like a like uh, I, if someone started screaming at me, I think I would almost start laughing at them. Like I wouldn't Which know how to react. It's probably not the best reaction. I don't feel laugh. like that would be what a screamer would want to be the reaction. Yeah, probably not. I'm definitely like you, Jocelyn. No, I like run away. I'm like, no, nope, gotta go, gotta go. I'm gotta like, go. I'm gonna moonwalk out of this situation. I'm really uncomfortable. Exactly. Wait, so okay, so this person was like somehow friend related to someone your husband knew. So you've never had to like be in the same social circle. Cause that's another follow-up. Mm-hmm. It's like when you break oh, up with yeah. a friend, if you have mutual friends. And then y'all got to see each other out and about. Like, what the F do you do? Are you just I don't like, know. hello? <laughs> like, I don't know. Feel either. incredibly awkward inside and just act completely normal. I, I Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I did have one friend. Like, that's the only friend I've had that, like, it, she, like, screamed. And I was like, don't call, call me. This friendship's over. Whatever yeah. this was. Um, but my other friendships that have ended is kind of like what you guys, like, they just kind of fall. Like, we we outgrow each other. Um, but I did have one friend where she was just, like, shit-talking people all the time. Um, and it, like, brought out the worst in me. I'll be honest. Like, I, I would be, like, angry at her. And then I'd want to shit-talk about her. Like, how mm-hmm. bad of a person she is. Which is just not, I don't, I don't really do that. Like, it's just not me. And so I was talking to my therapist about it. And she was like, it doesn't sound like this is a good relationship for you, you know? And so I got together with her and like planned on like ending it, like saying like, I don't think we can be friends anymore. But we just kind of, it was just a moot point, I think. Like she invited me to stuff and I just never went. I was like, sorry, I'm not interested. I didn't ghost. I just said like, I'm not interested. Um, And then we do have share some friends. But the funny thing is, is once I ended that relationship, the friends that we share don't see her anymore either. Mm. interesting they'll they'll like invite me to like their birthday party or their children's birthday party and i'm like oh, oh so maybe she... like you were the link that was keeping her in that's what i wonder i'm like damn it katie you were like holding her into the group and people were like please let her out <laughs> you know <laughs> set her free just set her free please set her free exactly she's so negative but yeah so that's mainly that's the only one in, so i haven't had to see her at all you know Ugh. Like, and you know what's interesting too is like this is like a little morsel of knowledge that I've gained as I've aged is like if you have a friend who will talk shit about their supposed close friends to you, like mm-hmm. say really bad things about their best friends or this person, they're probably talking shit about you too. I'm just one hundred percent. And if they're sharing secrets, like you'll never believe what's happening with so and so. I'm like, oh, then I'm not going to tell you anything because you'll mm-hmm. tell everyone. And that's that, so I almost appreciate it when people show me that side of themselves because I'm like, good to know. Yep. Good to know. Good, exactly. good takeaway, right? Totally. It's like duly noted. Exactly. Um, honestly, I, I can't really think of anyone that I like had a full on like wild breakup with. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're no so one's done you likeable. wrong. You're so yeah, <laughs> And you're very forgiving. You're very forgiving. You're very kind. That's I think I would rather 
even if they did something to me, I would rather be like, you know, it's fine. And then just not really hang out with them much. But then if we see each other, I feel like I can kind of like compartmentalize it that I just am not really thinking about the fact we aren't friends. And it's just like, like creature of habit. I'll like see them and be like, oh my God, great to see you. And then I don't have to talk to them for another year until I see them in another birthday again. Yeah. But honestly, even saying that, like, I can't, no one fits that in my I, head right I, now. I that I'm of, like, I think of someone for you. I can think of someone for you. Someone <laughs> you went to college with who did you dirty. Okay. Did you dirty. Okay. Very, yes. no, exactly. Yeah. But, but even then it's like, it's not like there's no like animosity or anything. It's just kind of like a, well, we're not, I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. That actually is more upsetting that that was like a mutual not friends anymore because I didn't fucking do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't sleep with the guy that you were hooking up with in our apartment. But anyway. That is doing the dirty. No big deal. No big deal. No, no, it's fine. Um, (laughs) No, I, I, the only thing that really comes to mind and it didn't really, I guess it did end the friendship because it was just awkward after that. And it's like fine now. Like I could, I mean, I don't know if I would call her up, but like if I needed to contact her for some reason, it would not even be remotely weird. And I feel like the first thing I think of is not that we ever fought, but I've probably told this story before. I had a party at my mom's house. It must have been in college when I was home for break or something. And me and my friend were (laughs) together all day and I was having people over that night. And we had been talking about how my one friend lately had been really getting on our nerves because every time we asked her to do something, it was like 50 questions. It was like, come over and watch a movie. She lived less than like, it was walking distance, less than five minutes away. Come watch a movie. And then she'd be like, well, how long have you been watching it? What movie is it? Um, how, are, who else is there? What are you? And it literally was all these questions. It's like, it are the answers really going to like, change your answer like just fucking come like what else are you doing and it was just got to the point where it was so excessive and it was like oh my god if it's such a chore to come hang out then don't like just say no I don't fucking care just like just come or don't like why are you why are there so many questions involved and then the same thing happened when I told her to come that night and my friend had left to go pick someone up from the airport so my friend leaves and the other friend texts me and she's like, okay, I'm going to come. So then I texted the friend that had gone to the airport and I was like, so-and-so is coming and then didn't say anything else. And then she just responded, ha, and it was like me responding something else back that we weren't directly saying bad things, but it was very clear that we were like, had been talking about it earlier and now it was coming up again. So then I put my phone down on the beer pong table and oh, apparently no. it no. was quote, in a puddle of water and this um, very kind friend went to go retrieve it from said puddle of water and conveniently turned it over for it to be open to this exact text conversation. She picked up the phone, snooped through my text, saw this text conversation that was about her. And then I was really drunk at this point. So the next thing I knew was uh, she was inside crying to someone else and like I didn't know what about and I was just like in my own world and then she left and we found out I think like a week later she'd been being like kind of weird and then finally it was like we got like a very cryptic text and then we had to have like a chat but uh, oh my gosh so did you get broken up with no it was more like her confronting (laughs) both of us for the conversation 
and then us being like, well, yeah, you've been fucking annoying lately. Why do you like every time we ask you to hang out, you act like it's such it's like you don't even want to and ask 50 questions. So, yes, that was literally that is what we were talking about. Sorry. <laughs> like sorry, we should have told sorry. you it, it was really yeah. it was messed up that we were talking about it behind your back. And we should have just if we had a problem with it, we should have come to you. And then it was kind of like her being like, Right. Like, what, like, yeah, like, what do you say to that? It's either, like, accept our apology or don't, kind of. Yeah. And then she did. But I we've definitely never been as close since. Never um, spoken since. But also, it's like, I we had gone off to college, and, like, she was on the other side of the country. So I feel like we had already started to grow apart, and then this was kind of, like, an excuse to grow apart faster. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, take that time of transition to, like, really transition yeah, <laughs> away exactly. from that friendship. But, um... <laughs> And then she didn't really come home for breaks that much anymore because they had family on the East Coast. So then we just kind of all were like, I think I saw our, like, our reunion. And see it, you later. And yeah. I think now it's been so long that you can like focus. Like when you see her, it's like, oh, my God, we can remember like all the fun times we had when we were friends. But yeah. it's a weird. But like, what do you think? I was even thinking like, so when you break up with someone that you're dating, that's like way more dramatic because like you can't. It's hard if you're like in a real relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend situation, it's really hard to just like moonwalk away. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've definitely tried that before. It doesn't work because mm-hmm. I don't like confrontation. You have to break up, mm-hmm. which is the worst. Like breakups suck. That's like 99% of the reason why I'm stoked to be married, <laughs> you know? But like, Katie, is there any, like, have you ever given anyone any advice? Like how to break up with a friend is moonwalking the best advice or like, is being like, here's the thing, I don't want to be friends with you better? Or is it just like case by case? I think it's case by case. I mean, even like in my life, I think the best thing that we can do is actually try to communicate, like do have a conversation. Like um, even my friend that we just kind of like grew apart, you know, like moonwalked out. Yeah. I still like we got together and we talked about like, I was like, this bothers me that you do that. And she's like, well, I only did it because you did this. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. Um, she never apologized by the way, which was the reason I was like, that doesn't work. Um, yeah. that's not how this works. Um, so anyway, so then we had the conversation and at that point you can either decide to say like, I don't think I can be friends with you anymore. You could say that, or you can just end the conversation and be like, thanks for getting together with me, you know? And then when they text you later, be like, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not coming or whatever, but I don't think that you should like, unless someone is super abusive, shouts at you is horrible. You don't need to like block anyone or like tell them off. But I think it's fair to just have a conversation and then you just slowly drift away. Like, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Because otherwise, I mean, I feel like if you unless they're doing something super horrible where you need to like end it immediately, it just seems like it it could be like there's there's always two sides to every story. Like if it was just like they were doing something you didn't like, but you just like didn't really want to be friends with them. Is it worth bringing it up to them and then making it something potentially that they're going to be self-conscious of in like all of their friendships that like, does everyone think that maybe it was just like, we weren't compatible as friends. It's Um, just not working anymore. Right. Exactly. Like it depends, I think for me and why I don't think I've ever said anything. Cause like, if the reason I'm not going to be friends with them is like a character Mm-hmm. issue that doesn't feel like me saying something it's not like me saying something's gonna change it it's just gonna then like make it awkward and probably make it worse then what's the point I'd rather float away totally sure. and I, 
I do think it's also like the thing about friendships that are different than romantic relationships is that in order for us, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but in order for yes. us to get to the point where we're like, uh, I don't like that about you. A lot has to happen because we don't see them like every day unless they're like our roommate. But usually it's like we get together on the weekends or every couple of weeks. When well, so you can I'm, always kind of write it off. It's like, eh, it's just the one time maybe. Totally. Oh, she was drunk and acting stupid. It's okay, whatever. But when, when you get to that point, a lot has had to take place. Whereas in a romantic relationship, you know right away. Because you're like, oh my God, I've been seeing them like, I mean, at every least day. Yes. Yeah. It, and, and you're like, it, it and you're like actively like looking for things that are deal breakers too. Totally. Oh. The the timeline like shortened. Yeah. And so I feel like by the time we get that, get to that point with friends, it's like, we're kind of already over it. Do you know what I mean? Like totally, which is why I think like, at least for me, like I need like some level of consistency with friends and like, cause life is freaking busy. And like, yeah. I, I want to be that for my friends. I only want to bring like good things into their life. Which is why I don't know why I'm thinking about this, because on our most recent episode of the show, we were talking to Alicia Marie, if you know her, mm-hmm. yeah. about um, her obsession with, and I, I I definitely watched a lot of it too, about Real Housewives. I don't understand, well, obviously they're on a TV show and they're getting paid. Like, let's throw that out there. But like, why are they all friends? They all hate each other. Like, they really actively... It's just watching that show, like aspects of it, I'm like, ooh, flashy, fun. And then when they start fighting and screaming and throwing stuff and knocking over tables, I'm like, okay, I'm getting really stressed <laughs> out. You Honestly, know? I have to, I mean, not obviously to that extent because it is a reality TV show and it's not real. <laughs> it's not real but, reality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say there were incidents in my college friend group where we would be places and it was like a big group of us. It wasn't like three people. It was like 12 to 15 that like not everyone was best friends, but everyone collectively was best friends with different groups enough that there was enough overlap that it made sense. There was people that would like literally get in screaming fights or like not talk for weeks because they would get in these huge blowouts. And to me, I'm still don't understand how that even gets to that point or how you have just the capacity for confrontation like that. But I, I don't know. I, I think there are certain friend groups that that's like the norm. Yeah. Not to mention, I don't know if they're actually real friends. Really? Like, more of like convenience. It, well, if you're like pushed together, like uh, not to say that YouTube itself is, is like that, but in some ways people will be like, quote unquote, friends with people because of what they can do for them or mm-hmm. what they want from them. Mm-hmm. And so they're not like some friendships aren't real or based in like what we're talking about which is like oh we met through this way and then we get to know each other and we like each other and it's like this slow progression Mm -hmm. if you're like thrown together for a show and you all have strong personalities it's it's gonna be explosive you know and for sure add alcohol as we've already seen being a part of the youtube world like there's a lot happening out there for sure and lily and i like you know we met through work but we're definitely like real life friends but we worked at a company where it was like you know a part of our job was to like sell a vision of friendship of like a very large group of people and there's just like and I was in the sorority in college there's no way you could be best friends with 80 people or 120 people it's just like it's not possible you know you still have the time like I feel like I don't see my actual real life friends that often much less like 
And I think that's the problem is like when you're working with people and you're with them and you're seeing them in, especially like if it's on social media and stuff too, everyone just assumes that that means your yeah. best friends. It's like, well, I have no problem with it. They're, they're all great, but like we aren't choosing to hang out right now. This wasn't like a voluntary, like everyone texts each other and got together. Yeah. We're we all were getting paid. paid. <laughs> yeah. What's your guys' totally. take on? Because I've heard like a lot of, especially like young moms talk about this. Um, but what's your guys' take on like people always say it's harder to make friends when you're an adult? Do you guys feel like that's true or not really? I think it's true. I mean, it's different. Um, there's a couple of factors I think. And we'd all probably agree with this. Hopefully is like, I don't have that much time anymore. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have children. My husband and I are not going to have children, but my, a lot of my friends do. So their time is even more limited, not to mention right. I'm a workaholic. So like try to fit into my, you know, it's just yeah. hard. So there's less time as we get older and my, so then therefore my friendships become more and more important, but it's less and less people. It's like, who's a real friend? Like back to what you said at the beginning, Jocelyn, about like, I want people to make me feel good. Like I want to feel energized and, you know, I don't know, excited and all of mm -hmm. that. And that's what friendships need to be. Um, but especially when you work for yourself, it's hard to meet people. Like that's totally. one of the main reasons I go to events is because exactly. I, otherwise it's just me and my husband and like some friends I have from years and years ago, which is wonderful, but I'm not going to meet anybody new. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? And so I think as we get older, we become more isolated with like what we're already comfortable with because our time is so limited. It, you know, I mean, maybe I could meet someone at a yoga class. Not anymore. Thanks, COVID. But, but you know. also like, OK, this is super weird follow up. And I don't know what the like protocol is or the ethics or whatever. Could you but, be like, friends with a patient? Yeah. Are you allowed to be like, hey, so like, do you want to go to yoga with me? Or is that I feel really like that would just that would be too weird for you wouldn't want to, would you? I wouldn't want to, but also you can't. Oh, okay. It'd be they call it a dual relationship. So like that's why some people over the years, because people don't know, and I don't expect them to know, but a lot of creators will be like, "You understand creators? Like, will you see me?" And I'm like, "No, we already like we were drunk together like two weeks ago. It doesn't work <laughs> like that. It totally yeah. works. Exactly. It's just the dynamic is off, and so so you can't do that. Um, and so yeah, as a therapist. In even in private practice, a lot of my like colleagues were very isolated. So we have like little groups to get together once a month and talk about cases and stuff. Um, and that keeps you more connected. But but I don't know. I don't know if it has so much to do about age as it has to do with like group activities. Because when we're young, we're like in school or like I was in a sorority as well. Or, you know, you're at work in a group. But once we get past like that, it's really hard to meet anybody new. Yeah. I was talking to someone about this recently that I think that as we get older, I at least have become very aware that I have a lot of friends that fit like different buckets that it's like, here's my friend that I will do like happy hours with or mm -hmm. could like if I really wanted to go get drunk one weekend or go to Vegas, that person would be down. But also that's probably not the same person that I'm going to be like sitting doing nothing with on a Tuesday night. I mean, I'm not usually sitting and doing nothing with anyone on a Tuesday night, but they're not going to be the person to like come chill on the couch. Then I have somewhat there's like my friend Lisa that lives down the street that like she would never be caught going to like a party and going out drinking, but we'll go get fast food together every day. So I feel like I have different parts of my personality that then have different friends that fit them. And it kind of just I scatter them throughout my schedule. And I think as we get older, it's like you need to find people that you actually have stuff in common with, because when you're younger, it's that like what you said of being in a sorority or being a part of something. It's like your friends 
from association and then you can find stuff in common. But like that, that initial association is what has bonded you. And now without any of those associations, it's like, well, what did we do to like college friends even, for example, I still get along with them and I'm still friends with them, but I could definitely see there's people that I hung out with in college that I have not spoken to in years because it's like the only thing we had in common was going out and getting drunk together. But then there's people that I could meet that I don't even know that I have a ton in common with. And then they fill a whole different bucket. So yeah. I don't know. I think I've definitely also think we're in a good field that on one hand we are isolated, but on the other, the amount of friends that I've met from Twitter, the just internet. being like, I want to be friends. And they're like, yeah, because I feel like all of us as YouTubers are lonely and isolated that we're like more actively searching for friends. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. Also, because we change and grow. Right. Thank God. And so it's Seriously, like back yeah. when you when you're young, it, there's different different things that you prioritize. Like you want friends that are up for anything or you want that friend that can lounge mm-hmm. with you. And then as you get older, it's like you want friends that you can really talk to about big issues and things that you're really contemplating or like big decisions or can be there for you and support you through exactly. you know, things like that. So I don't know. I guess it just kind of depends. But um, but yeah, maybe we're just more particular as we get older. When I think that's also like it's whether you want to have that really close knit circle of people that fill all the buckets or if you're okay with having someone that's there for parts of your life, but maybe not others. Yeah. Some people like like uh, light friendships, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, versus like I prefer like a deeper connection. Mm -hmm. You you know, you have your peripheral friends. I always call them. I like them, but I don't see them that often and they don't know Mm -hmm. that much about me, but I like them. And then there's like your close circle that like knows, you know about all your shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think in celebrity culture, and I know, I feel like Lily, we've definitely talked about this before. Um, and you know, people always reference like back in the day, Taylor Swift's squad of friends, you know? And I think a lot of people, especially people that follow us, I don't know if you feel the same, I feel this overwhelming pressure to have this like huge friend group of like 15 people. And they're all like the coolest and whatever. And I've always been a believer in like, your wolf pack only needs to have like one or two people in it, you know, three. And as long as they're like people who get you and care about you and want the best for you, that's all that matters. You don't need to have like 75,000 friends. Cause like, also like, that's just, it's not realistic. They're going to have enough time to hang out with them. You know, I always think it's yeah. funny because like, have you ever seen a movie where the main character has more than like two friends? <laughs> And Never. literally, it's not like even like they have some other friends. That they, literally, they have two friends. Those are the only people they talk to. They have not interacted with anyone else. Yeah, and one of them is true. like quirky and one of them is like really hot. Like, and, and they've been friends okay. since kindergarten and they all check a different box. Always. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, this has been very eye opening. I'm curious to know from the people who are listening or watching, if you have any breakup stories with friends that you would like to share hit the comments or send them to us on instagram but um katie are you down to stick around for our final segment of course i'm down so long share well i hate us so much more now all right little break it down break down the share well our final segment is called share well and it's a farewell where we share something that brought us joy this week so it could either be like advice that you want to like share joy with other people to bring them joy or if it's just like a funny video or something you saw this week oh i have a lot of things so the first thing you can share more than one if you want okay the first is um i love animal videos same don't trust you if you don't 
No. And so I follow this, uh, this girl's a squirrel on Instagram. Her name is Jill and she's amazing and she makes my day every day. But through that, Instagram recommended this uh, puppy laying in the grass and it said my mood in 2020, which is awesome. And he's laying in the grass, half asleep, drinking water at the same time. And it's just like a little, uh, I'd say a golden lab, adorable. Oh. It made my day. I watched it over and over. Um, and then obviously led on to more animal videos. So like go down the rabbit hole. That always brings me Do joy. Do you have any favorite animals you follow? Just the squirrel. the squirrel. Mainly the <laughs> Which squirrel. Which I now have on my computer screen and I'm going to start following immediately. She's my favorite. Do you um, know what's funny is one of our friends who's been on this show, so she, had a very, she had a very like long ongoing relationship with a squirrel that lived at her last place. Remember Dana and that squeezel squirrel? I, it used to come into her really house and she would feed it, which is actually a little freaky to me. I don't she, know if her She was like knows. a squirrel whisperer. <laughs> well, this this uh, Jill, the squirrel, was uh, rescued from Hurricane Irene. Because oh. her mom, I think the mama must have gotten killed or something. And so the the woman who has her now, uh, her dad is like, uh, works on the power lines. Okay. And so they're cutting down trees and they found the little nest with Jill oh. in it and gave, he gave him to the daughter to like bottle feed and stuff. And then the, the vet had told her, I don't know, something had happened. So she couldn't be released into the wild. And so she, she like lives indoors and she has the best Jill life has ever. Hats. I know she's so, and her little belly's so fuzzy. Oh my God. Oh my and there's God. a scarf and there's a crown. She's so cute. So I love her. She brightens my day every day. And then also in other good news, something that totally made my day was that I found out that on Netflix, they now have brought back cold case files and unsolved mysteries, both what? of which I was a huge the original? fan of. Yes. But the different, different mysteries. Guy. Damn. That's a great show. Damn. It's a great show. So the, my husband I, and I have been watching those. I'm not a huge fan of the new one. Oh, it's not as it. good. But I can't pay attention. Like, I don't know why it just does not oh. hold my attention for more than two seconds. I think it's so boring. Try cold case files and then Done. report back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, so those are my two joys. <laughs> my share well is that, and Lily was there too, which is a fun added tidbit. Um, we had this brand deal this week where we got invited to go screen this new show um, at the drive-in movie theater. I saw on your Instagram. Yeah. First, first off, I haven't been anywhere in so long. I haven't been to an event in so long. And secondly, um, I've never been to the drive-in in my life. And it's oh, actually I love a drive-in. The it was great. It was so fun. We turned the backseat of our car. We put the seat down and put a bunch of blankets in there. And we just were like kicking back. I was like laying flat watching a movie and eating an impossible burger with one hand. It was like <laughs> the best scenario ever. Yeah, yeah drive-ins are the best. Jocelyn had this like cute little romantic picnic with her husband. And meanwhile, it's like me and Lisa in my car with all the windows rolled up, just like giving commentary the entire time being like, this is nice. No one can hear us. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the awesome. other thing. That's the other thing. So I'm just surprised. I don't know if it's a California thing that I did not grow up with a drive-in. I've never heard We definitely one. didn't have one near us. I think it's like a back-in-the-day type of thing because we had one. I grew up in Washington State. I mean, and I'm 36, so like I'm already kind of back in the day. But I think it was like back back in the day. Like my parents went like all the, the time. Or yeah. 60s yeah. Or something. And yeah. so I think because we had one that got refurbished and that's why I went like a lot like my junior senior year of high school 
uh, one of my furbished like, they like so a new screen <laughs> I, I don't even it was like a new projector new screen new like intercom so you could order stuff oh, okay. from your car i guess there are a few different things that go into it. it i guess there could be i don't know but we um i grew up in the country so everybody had a truck so you'd like hose out the bed of the truck that day and then you like, like that sounds so fun put all your pillows and blankets and bring all your food i love drive-ins see so i think i feel like people like living in the country and stuff and it, it gets a bad rap it's not like I live 45 minutes from L.A. It's not like we came to L.A. to do things. And if anything, nope. it's just there's more traffic everywhere. Exactly. I would have yeah. much rather lived somewhere where we could go like hang out in a field in a truck and watch movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't too bad. I was ready to leave, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lil? What brought you joy besides the drive-in, obviously, which I'm sure brought you joy as well? I, I've been in a dark, I've been working on my Epstein thing and it's just, Ooh. I, I, to say it brings me joy would be weird. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> that's fair. I would say it brings me satisfaction maybe, mm-hmm. when it's I'm reading certain things. You're yeah. solving the crime. You're solving it. Literally, I'll like think something and then be like, no. And then I'll Google a few things and it's like everything I Googled lines up exactly with what I just thought. And I'm like, and then my dog is like staring at me like, can you please stop just being on the computer for 12 hours a day? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say uh, just my conspiracy theorist thing has mm-hmm. brought me joy this week. That's well, fair. God. You got to check out Cold Case. Let me know if I'm allowed to watch it. Oh, you know. did I? I did start another. Um, there's a new HBO documentary series about um Nexium, the oh. cult with um, the girl from Smallville. Yes, and really? I wasn't like super into episode one. It's annoying because it's weekly and they don't put it all out at once. I'm like, this does that not fit into my binging schedule. <laughs> no, HBO. drop it all at once. <laughs> it's rude of them, but so um, they put out one episode and it's. Very, it was like a little slow, but it's because it's giving just like the backstory of what it was in terms of like an actual business and how mm-hmm. it actually was a good productive thing before it turned into a weird uh, sex cult that yeah. they branded people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I listened to a podcast where the lady that basically like tore the whole thing down because her daughter was in it. I don't know if she's involved in the documentary. But I listened to a There's like four people it, being interviewed. I bet you she is. And I did not. And her daughter has escaped. She got her out. But I w- had no idea. Because obviously Alice and Mac, I'm like, you know, of course. We it, like follow the story a little bit. But I didn't realize they straight up branded people. That was like, like the, the thing that got my attention, I think, about it. It was like, wait, what do you mean? That's really strange. But then it sounds now, after watching that episode, it feels very Scientology-esque. Interesting. Like getting them. It's kind of like they use it as like a life coaching thing and it's like they find really depressed vulnerable people mm-hmm. that are kind of just like lost in like midlife crisis quarter life crisis and they offer them like a community and then like help basically they like put them through like a quasi therapy to like make them feel better and then they do and then all of a sudden they're like i couldn't have done this without you even though it's like no you could have if you just went to normal therapy yeah it's but, like brainwashing mm-hmm. yeah Watch Katie's YouTube channel instead. It'll be very helpful. Listen to her podcast. You have a Patreon too, don't you? Yes, I do. Just uh, Katie Morton. You have all of the things. All Um, of the things. Well, Katie, thank you for coming on. It's just like fun to see you. And I'm curious, though, like, are you guys going to move? Are you going to leave LA? What's the plan? We are. Um... 
we've been wanting to to buy a home anyways. Um, but condos aren't looking very exciting anymore just because we need more space, yeah. out, outdoor space. Cute. And my so, friend brought up one time, she's like, I'm not going to pay almost a million dollars for a condo in Encino. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. And so we've kind of sped up the process a little bit and we look, we're looking out in like, like Arrowhead, Big Bear and Coachella ooh, Valley. Ooh. So that's why we went out to Palm Springs to like check out the area, see what we thought there. Um, yeah. And we're hoping to move by the end of the year. That's exciting. Congratulations. I'm so yeah. happy for you. And oh I'll still come gosh. to uh, things when we can come to things. I feel like it's not too far away from LA. So yes, I can still no. pop in, no, um, but not. I can also afford a home not a condo exactly pool. So you'll actually yeah. enjoy yes exactly but her one thing will be she's only going to events where magicians are present okay <laughs> exactly Thank you so much. i don't know if yes. we'll be going to the same events then <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um katie thank you so much for coming on and for you guys listening if you're not familiar if you haven't checked out her podcast her youtube channel her patreon read her book uh, all of the probably i'm missing other things be no, sure to, to click all the links in the info section and in the description description and um yeah because she's awesome and she's amazing and you're gonna send us a thank you card after i'm just telling you uh <laughs> and be sure to share your stories too of friendship breakups we want to hear them we want to know that we're not alone and i guess we'll see you next week bye bye, Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.